1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law.
2: Back again, the air is crisp, the sun is soon to find its place in the western sky, and when it does, it's Saturday night in Death Valley. Welcome back to the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Herb Tyler Christian Garrick here with you till 4:30, about 20 more minutes. We'll hand it off to the LSU Sports Radio Network for their official pregame coverage and then kickoff between the LSU Fighting Tigers and the Arkansas Razorbacks at 6.30 with the voice of the LSU Tigers, Chris Blair. I love that saying, when the sun finds its place in the western sky, Herb, it's Saturday night. It's beautiful.
0: It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? It's a beautiful thing to see it, too. It is. You know? To witness that, and it's just awesome, and it just makes everything just so much greater. <laughs> it life is wonderful. Is, I love it.
2: Life is grand, huh?
0: That, that's right. That's right.
2: That's you know, what Herb, LSU
0: football can do for you when it's when it's right, right?
2: Yeah, and see, that's the. You know me, Herb. I'm I'm always a little bit down in the dumps, and in particular, I, I ride the emotional wave with this LSU program. In 2019, yep. we got the. We got to stand on, on the mountaintop uh, you know, and, and celebrate. Yep. And, uh, now we're way down in a valley, uh, struggling to find that summit. Looking up, and it looks like it's impossible. But it's not, Herb. It's not impossible for this nope. program to turn it around and get back to championship-level teams. I, I think that this program is probably a season away. I wouldn't say next year they're going to be back on top. But they're a season away from being back in the mix I don't think this is a long four year rebuild. you agree?
0: I, yeah, I don't think it's four years. I think it's two years personally. Um I don't think it I don't I don't see it happening next year. Um Me neither. but the following year I definitely see it. I definitely see it as being back in the fold. Then that third year, hey man, we in it. We in it. We in the playoffs. That's what I see. Um Within that fourth year, we should we should either be winning the cha- – we should have come in out of the, the, I guess, the first championship looking to go into the second one or going to that second or the first championship uh, and actually winning it. So, And I'm okay with that timeline. I'm okay with either winning the championship the third year, the new head coach, or the fourth year. Whichever way it goes is fine. What's the progression, you know, in, or are the guys being developed Ultimately, because if there if you if you can show growth and development, then that means the the you know, everything else beyond that will come. And we haven't we just haven't seen that. We've just been winning stuff. Literally championships off of talent and talent alone. You know, I will say this, though, Joe Burrow's development and, and the way he progressed from the first year he played to his second year was nothing short of phenomenal. and And I think we can attribute that to the combination uh, you know obviously of Joe Brady and um Steve Ensminger um and then whatever they did with him in you know in the offseason going into his, his I guess his graduate senior year and and that that that's the type of development that we're talking about we're talking about that type of development that the, the development from you know that Jamar Chase made when he from the, his freshman year to when he was drafted to you know jo- Justin Jefferson those types of guys. Dude, that's the type of development we've been talking about and been wanting. If we can get that consistently across the board, we can consistently compete for championships.
2: Herb, shifting gears just a little bit. Um, these coaches right now—they're all, you know, trying to actively find other jobs while continuing to coach this, in, their, in their current capacity, and. Jake Peets, look, he was put in a position I don't think that was set up for success. Um, And I know he's going to catch some criticism, but I I think some of that criticism should fall on Coach O to hire a a guy that's never been, never called a play in his life prior to this season at a program like LSU. You hand him that kind of responsibility. I do want to say, though, that at times this offense has lacked uh, creativity. It, It didn't look anything like his understudy. I mean the guy he he was an understudy too in Joe Brady's offense. Nothing like it uh at times. Now, well, I understand you know, the concept, the concepts are the same and I know he's not Joe Brady, but there's been times where I just go, "Wait a minute, where's the creativity here?" And it might be the play, it might be the quarterback, it might be the offensive line, it might be a combination of all three.
0: Well, you know, I think the thing about it though is at the end of the day you're 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 correct on the higher, you know, you 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 he comes in at a disadvantage and when you, when you look at it as a whole, everyone is thinking and looking at Jake peace as if he's Joe Brady and he's not, I don't care if you studied under him for 40 years, none of that, none of that matters, right? You, 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 you know, you have to have your own sauce to put on it as well. So, we don't even know. Like, I really don't know if this is the same offense that they ran in 2019. I, I can't tell you that it's the same thing. I don't think it is because I, you had, you know, Brady and Innsminger, and Ensminger was a, a, a huge part of that offense, huge part of that game planning and drawing everything up, you know, um, all those different things. So I don't, I, I don't, uh, you know, regardless of what people say that Joe Brady was was the it guy. I don't think he was the it guy. I think, I mean, Steve Inksminger knew what he was doing. Here. I think he's one of the better offensive coordinators. Um, now, the next thing that you got going on with Jake Pete is, how can, how can he fill the shoes of a Joe Brady? Or in that 2019, no one is ever going to replicate that. I'm sorry, but it's not going to happen. You have to catch lightning in the bottle and then release it at some point in order to make that happen. I mean, all of these guys came together and formulated the team. It wasn't just the scheme that was going on. You had to have the right players in place in order to make that happen. And so, you know, obviously you had a, you know, 80% or close to 80% completion passer in Joe Brady. I mean, I'm sorry, Joe Burrow. And then everything he threw was caught by everybody. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? There was no, Mm -hmm. you know, 100 drops like we saw last week in the Saints and Falcons. It wasn't none of that kind of stuff. So, and then the last thing I'll say about Jake Peets is the fact that, you you know, you did mention that he's never done this before. And that's right. And it's okay if he hasn't done it before. But you got to put him in the right situations, though. You got to give him everything that he needs to be successful. And I'm not sure – you know, if Coach O was able to do that, the first thing I thought was not the right thing to do was to allow Isminger to retire or whatever, do however they whatever they ended up doing with him. I think he would have helped Jake Pease out a lot had he been on the sideline with him coaching on the day-to-day aspect type of situation like they did with Joe Brady.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. I think they lacked a little... Um... I guess measure, uh, game, you know, game planning. I mean, Steven Sminger has put together many a game plan in his life and that experience, yep. he missed quite a bit. Um, I'm sure um, Coach O would probably agree with that as well. Our Oakwood Heart Jewelers talking text lines are open at five zero four two six zero one eight seven. I want to take this opportunity because um, I've been getting it all week uh, for the many, 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 many thank yous that that uh, I received for Veterans Day, and and uh, just want to I'm humbled that. So many of you would reach out to me on Twitter, on Facebook, on my personal line, and just want to say thank you uh, for for doing that. And you're welcome for serving this country. It's the greatest on the planet, and I it's the greatest honor of my life. And I'd do it all over again if I could. Just wanted to get that off my chest.
0: That's right, K Dog, and you know I was very early, bright and early when I sent you mine, and I appreciate yes, you and thank you so very much. And you know, you know, and and. and you know, once again, you know, going to that, you know, the the, the World War II museum was just eye opening for me and experience an experience that I, I don't. It's, it's it's really something that I think everyone should seek out someday just to experience it and see what's going on. And there's so many great stories in it, and you, and you know, it's it's just unbelievable. And I just want to tell you again, K Dog, thank you for your service, my brother.
2: No doubt, it was very, very, very welcome. It's very worth it. Herb, I want to shift gears a little bit. Um, LSU, again, in Arkansas. Um, the, the P word, pride, has been thrown thrown around quite a bit this past couple, two weeks. And I think if you're playing for nothing else, if you're an LSU Tiger, you're playing for that. Um, a, I think it's time that you have to understand. I'm talking about the, the players had to understand. Whoever the next coach is is going gonna, is gonna to look at the tape and see who – quit? Because there are some guys that did quit. might you may disagree with that, but I, I think some, some guys did quit on this football team because of Coach I agree, o. I agree with that. Uh, agree so with the that. coach is going to see that, and I think the players understand, hey, the guy coming in is going to be evaluating that film, and, and those scholarships are year to year. They're not four years guaranteed, so I, I think that that's a big motivation for these players today.
0: Yeah. Um, it's actually the scholarship is now four years believe it or not so they changed that back they can't take it away from
2: them like they used to be able to no it's
0: 2015 so 2015 is when it started to be a four-year actual scholarship not a a one year then you resign the following year type of situation so but regardless of that that's a four-year commitment that you're making so you have to show a four-year pride in everything that you do for that particular university and you're absolutely right. This is a dress rehearsal for the, the incoming coach, whoever that's going to be. Or if you decide to transfer, this is a dress rehearsal for you to do that as well. Mm-hmm. So, and the thing about it, though, it's it's the the, the pride. And, and I learned this is a long time ago from a guy by the name of Coach L I at Edna Carr Junior High School. And the one thing that he would always tell us is to be prideful of what you're doing, no matter what it is that you're doing, do it with pride. And, and we never lost a game at car. never lost a game in, in junior high. Anyway, we never, never, I, we never lost one, all kinds of championships, all this other stuff. But the single one thing that we had in the middle center of our football on our shirts, it, it, the word pride. And if you can't have enough girth within yourself to be proud of, just to put the uniform on, be proud. Just to have an opportunity to walk out into Tiger Stadium in between the goalposts and have the cheers being cheered for you, um, and just being having that opportunity, just to step foot on that field, which is a precious place. Um, then you don't deserve to be there, and and I and I don't think the guys that's going out there now have an issue with that. I think these guys that have played last week are, are, are definitely doing it. Um, And they have that pride. And then, you know, some other guys, I think, are making business decisions, which is okay. It is what it is. Um, But at the end of the day, I think that these guys that's going to be out there tonight are really going to make us proud of them for playing with such pride that they're going to play with tonight. He's Herb Tyler. I'm Christian
2: Garrick. We will step away and come back and wrap up the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on the home of the LSU Fighting Tigers, WWL. Winding down the show. LSU and Arkansas coming up at six thirty, right here on the home of the LSU Fighting Tigers with Chris Blair, the voice of LSU Sports. Oakenheart Jewelers talking text lines are open. We got a couple of minutes to squeeze in your call last minute, Herb. Uh, so you're predicting an LSU victory tonight? I assume.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm predicting a victory, thirty-eight to twenty-four, something like that. Ooh. We got we got to take this thing home, and we got to make, we got to bring home the golden boot we got to keep it here, that's baby. That's right. That's when the
2: golden support. boot. It's been so long since Arkansas won it. Uh, the head coach had to take a picture and show it to <laughs> to his players.
0: <laughs> and we're going to keep it that way tonight, too, baby. That, that's how it goes.
2: Do you like this? The, a couple of years ago, a handful of years ago, they changed it. You know, LSU and Arkansas for a long time played on Thanksgiving Day. Do you like this new format?
0: I really don't. I mean, look, I don't, but I, I get it. it Change is what it is. So it's, they want that rivalry from, I guess, Texas A&M and LSU, right? Mm-hmm. So they changed mm-hmm. it to that. Um, but, that, 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 you know, that Arkansas-LSU Thanksgiving Day game, or that Friday, I think we used to play on that Friday, was always a, a cool deal for me. I, I loved it. It was cool.
2: I wanted to ask you, too, you mentioned Carr. So is in the Catholic League now. What do you think of that?
0: I think that's awesome. I think they um, it's, it's going to make for a little bit more of a challenge for them. But, man, look, it's, it's car, man. That's what we do. We crank our championships. No matter where we are, we crank them out. And that, that word pride is literally in the middle of the football on their shirts underneath their jerseys that they wear underneath their shoulder pads. I promise you that. And um, it's been a great place for me, taught me a lot. And the people that are there now are just as good as the people that were there when I was there.
2: Man, they're, they they just made the not just them alone. It's already a gauntlet in the Catholic League, but it's like the SEC. I mean, oh, it's yeah. the high school version of the SEC.
0: Oh yeah, isn't there someone that's trying to drop out of there or something? Shaw maybe I think Shaw is leaving.
2: Yeah, yeah, Shaw. Well, I think they're dropping in classification. I got to get clarification, but um, yeah, yeah. Well, Shaw is a program that's kind of trying to rebuild and get back, you know, get back to the Shaw of Shire yep. and Carey.
0: I remember, yep. remember yep.
2: Sharon Carey running that triple option for Shaw. That was but the uh, Hank
0: Tarany days. I got you Yeah.
2: I'm yeah. All right. That's yep. a wrap for the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate and show. I want to thank David Potter at Master Control. Also, our executive producer, operations manager, and brand manager, Diane Newman. I'm Christian Garrick, Simplify.
0: I'm out. Herb, take us to the house, baby. All right, baby, man. Look, God loves you. I love you. And go, Tigers, baby.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,